Ladies and gentlemen, we're here at the Sparkle City Sessions, downtown Spartanburg, South Carolina, at the fabulous Venus Pie Pizzeria. We're here with Derek Vanderford and Dion Johnson. Johnson. That's right. The you... big black cat. That's right. That's right. How you guys doing today? Yeah, I'm doing all right. The weather's fine, and I'm sitting here next to a guy that uh, I don't too much care for, though. You know? Yeah, I was going to say that. You know, feeling good, nice day, great place. Uh, it would be perfect if I was in different company. Well, you know, I'm glad you guys agreed to come on the show and, and, and bury the hatchet for at least for about 40 minutes, 30, 40 minutes, man. I appreciate that. Well, really only good. for you, Rocco, because uh, I wouldn't be caught dead in a place sitting next to this guy if it wasn't for you. Well, man, that makes me feel very humbled and honored, big cat. And we appreciate it here at Sparkle City Sessions. Derek, uh, I noticed that one of your guys is holding a bunch of belts right now. That's right. Uh, Chase Emery, he's an All-American blue chipper. Uh, I think he has six titles now with six different promotions in the Southeast. Uh, he was a champion amateur wrestler in college. He wrestled at Gardner-Webb University. Yep. And uh, is holding his own better than most uh, in the pro wrestling ranks right now. Uh, he works with ESPN as a uh, commentator for their uh, college wrestling, collegiate wrestling shows. And uh, I'll just say this. When I started managing him, I saw something in him. He had no titles. He was just a good young wrestler. They said, you know, I went to a show and I saw a lot of promising talent, but I saw him. And uh, when I saw him, I said, this is somebody we could work with. And now... Not saying I had anything to do with it, but now look at him. He's uh, got six titles. He's been on AEW, uh, you know, and he's doing very well. So, coincidence? Maybe. Maybe not. Well, the, the only thing that I've got to say about Chase is a good good kid, but there's one problem. He's aligned himself with a snake. Well, uh, let, let, me, let, me, let me get into some of your background, Big Cat, real fast before, before we start barbing. Uh, which I, I hope we, we keep it to a calm minimum here. I mean, if, I can if, if he can. If he stays on his side, he'll be fine. All right. All right. Uh, so, now, you, I've heard you've been in the business for 30 years. Yeah. I started in 1990, the tender age of 14. Wow. Wow. And uh, has it been a, a long, uh, has it been a tough struggle? I'm sure it's been tough at some points. Well, but you know, just like anything in life, uh, it's been a long tough struggle uh, just trying to get into the business because back then it was very hard uh, to get in you know because when I got in it was just a bunch of grown men and I was just a young kid but nowadays it's not like that you know the business has changed the kids are younger and uh, hungrier well you know we usually do music on this podcast but we also promote the heritage of the area and you can't promote heritage in this area without wrestling Oh, yeah. And, Very true. And, and early 90s, late early 80s, the prime time of wrestling, Dusty Rhodes, the Four Horsemen. One of my favorites, the American Dream. So how long has your family been in the area, Big Cat? Oh, well, we've been in Union County all my life. Okay, you know? okay. All so, my life. So you've grown up in this southeastern region watching all these guys. All Rick, my life. Ricky Morton's still out there doing it. Rock and Roll Express, give a shout-out to them guys. Yeah, I was there. just with those guys uh, two weeks ago. Right on, man. Right on. When did you When did you uh, feel like you wanted to get into wrestling, Big Cat? Well, uh, probably 
when I was around eight years old, it was the first time I ever saw professional wrestling on television. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I saw it, I was hooked. You know. Do you remember that match? I can't say I remember the match, but the first guy that I ever saw was uh, Mr. Wrestling Number Two. Was that a uh, was that a guy who got beat most of the time, or was no, he a, uh, a badass? Mr. Mr. Wrestling Number Two was a badass. Uh, he he was an old timer when we were young. Okay, right. already, and, uh, he was already. An he was timer. actually Jimmy Carter's mom's favorite wrestler. <laughs> yeah, there's a famous picture of uh, uh, Jimmy Carter, him putting Jimmy Carter in a headlock. Oh wow! Yeah, he was from Georgia, obviously. So. See, now one of my first memories from wrestling is Baron von Raske. Oh, the Claw. Claw. Yeah, and uh, George Animal Steel. And that's I all you need to know. <laughs> right on. So, uh, Big Cat, so you, you you got hooked at eight. Yeah. And when did you start training? I started training when I was 14. Uh, actually, I, I went to school with this young girl, and uh, for some reason, I, don't, I can't remember, but we were in class, and somehow it came up that she said that her daddy was a professional wrestler. Oh, wow. And the moment I heard that, I stuck to this young lady like glue. Right on. What was that wrestler's name? You remember? J.W. Steele. He's actually, he lives in uh, Buffalo, South Carolina, where this guy's from. Right on. That Buffalo, man. Got a shout out. His dad, dad, Derek's dad's a great harmonica player around town, plays all over the place. Piedmont Blues master legend. Uh, and, and let me give a congratulations to Derek for having a baby. Oh, okay. thank you. Good for you, buddy. Thank you. That's the best thing he's ever done. <laughs> well, now, like, let's, let's, let's keep the family out of it. And he yeah. also has a beautiful wife. I, what, she's, <laughs> what she sees in him, I don't know. Well, now, Big Cat, how, who, uh, what's your next match coming up, man? Let's go ahead and talk uh, about something to, right now. The next match for me is June the 5th. I'll be at uh, a taco and tequila festival. In Columbia, South Carolina. Oh, that'll be hot. That'll be hot. Now, do you remember the first match you ever uh, saw at, uh, or ever did? You remember that match, who it was with? The first match I ever yeah, had? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the first match I ever had was in my hometown, Union, South Carolina, at the Union Middle School gym against Neon Rage. Okay. Uh, actually, some 25, 26 years later, Derek, you was with me when we went back down and did that in Augusta. Yes. How long was that ago? About a year ago. Okay. 29 years later, I wrestled this guy again. Mm-hmm. He uh, he came out of retirement for one last match, and he wanted me and my tag team partner to uh, come out and wrestle. Right. And uh, it was a catastrophe. Uh, it was the shits. Mm. Uh but it was funny, comical. Uh, this guy, at the time we were getting along, kind of made it funny for me. Well, look, I'm serious. I'm glad you guys are, are remaining civil right now just because, I, I mean, I love putting this wrestling stuff out, too, just as much as the music. And we wanna, we're going to get poets on here eventually, too. So, And a lot of wrestling is a lot of poetry. It's it the, is. It's the sweet science, you know. If you could promise me one thing. Yep. Don't ever book this guy by the name of Chase Brown because he has a song called The Dolphin Song. Mm. And uh, if he plays that, 
this podcast would be over. Nobody else would listen to it ever again. Well, now, Derek, do you plan on getting back in the ring anytime? Has, has somebody then got you wanting you get back in the ring? Well, here lately, uh, you know, I got back in the ring uh, two years ago or a year and a, a half year ago. ago. About a year ago. About a year ago yeah. uh, with a six-man thing where I, you know, I beat up everybody and I showed I still had it and stuff like that. But uh, Ask him what the finish, what the ending was of that match. I beat up, I beat up this guy. I don't remember his name, but I, I beat him up pretty bad. And, uh, and, that guy uh, he's referring to left him laying in the middle of the ring. Oh, well, now, I don't want to bring up no harsh issues here now. So, I, I do remember that, though, now now, now that I'm – here on the podcast, we like to promote – Calmness and peacefulness, and yeah, we're really I, well. I can calmly and peacefully tell you that uh, this guy's delusional beside me. So, but you ask about what's going on. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was, in addition to Chase Emery, the All American Blue Chipper, the uh, multi multi champion. Uh, I was managing a young man by the name of Antonio Morgan, big, strong, tough, young, hungry, uh, scary individual. Right, right. Well. He started uh, not listening to me very well. We had, a, we had some problems. And he, he wanted to go ahead and put his hands on me at the last event where I managed him. And this is what got you in the ring. He threw me, he threw me in the ring with this, this cowboy. It's a long story. But regardless, I have announced lately uh, on video, on social media, and you'll be hearing more about it, I've offered $5,000. Mm. To any wrestler mm-hmm. who can put Antonio Morgan out of wrestling. Now you see what he does. When he doesn't get his way, he uses his money mm. to try to end some a young guy's career before it even gets started. And, I, and I've never claimed to be to be a, a big time a millionaire or, or a big money guy, but that's how much it means to me, Rocco. Oh, yeah, uh, he has to learn his lesson. He stepped out of line, you know. You know, yeah, uh, and. Life sometimes you got to put your money where your mouth is, and uh, and uh, hopefully, hopefully it works out. But well, sometimes it don't. I'm gonna try my best to to make sure it doesn't happen. So and, you know, I'm gonna be behind you know watching Antonio Morgan's back. Yeah. Even you know whenever this snakes around. You can watch everything you want to, but money talks. I'll tell you this, and if you think there's not a lot of wrestlers out there who would like to collect five thousand dollars, you're crazy. Especially now, and this when gas is five dollars a damn right. gallon. That's at least ten tanks of gas. <laughs> That's right. But we're talking about a young man's career. Yeah. You know, you're trying to get him out before it even gets started. Well, he has to pay for bad decisions. Okay, he made some bad decisions, and he needs to learn from those. I think he made a good decision when he threw you in the ring. Mm. That cow, that cowboy, put his hands on you and choked you out. I don't, I don't recall that. There's well, a lot of things you don't recall. That 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 match was, I believe, that match was online. You could watch it. Yeah, we'll take a look at it. But I, I didn't get to see all of it. I, I got to see the first part of it, so I didn't get to see all of it. Well, Rocco, with the with all these apps and software that they have now, they can. They can do these little video tricks and make they can make it look like whatever they want to make it look like. But, oh yeah, yeah. But I was there. I know what happened. And I was there and I saw what happened. There you go. So Big Cat, who's who's some of your uh, your heroes growing up in the wrestling age? I have uh, uh, three favorites: uh, Dusty Rhodes number one, mm-hmm. Jimmy Valiant number oh, two, yeah. 
and the junkyard dog number three. I got a story about Jimmy Valiant, the Boogie oh, Woogie Man. Is that right? Uh, you know, you know, a bunch of wrestlers come out of Outerwood over here on Canaan's campground. Vern Deaton, Bam Bam Bigelow, a couple other cats, I think. And uh, Vern Deaton was wrestling Boogie Woogie Man on TV. Uh, I don't know where they used to. I think they used to do it at the fairgrounds, or they used to do it somewhere around here at the Memorial Auditorium. Yeah, Memorial Auditorium. Downstairs, yep. And he got a little loose on Vern and came in with a knee in the corner and broke his arm. Is that right? Yeah. You got to be uh, now. How how much? How much you got to be a hundred percent, hundred ten percent aware in the ring? But tell me just how much. You have to protect yourself and the guy that you're working with. I mean, you know, people say this stuff is phony. It's not phony. Oh no, by no means. I've had a broken nose, you know, teeth knocked out of my mouth. Uh, But you have to protect yourself and the guy you're working, right? Because if you you don't. You have to know where you are. If you're right. close to a rope or if you're close to a corner, close to a turnbuckle, you have to – and mind you, that wouldn't be that hard if you weren't getting knocked down over and over and over. You still have to remember where you are and be have ring awareness. Spatial consciousness of the ring. ring. That ring can hurt you too mm. if you don't know what you're doing. Uh, we got our pizza coming up. Why don't I give a shout-out to my sponsors, and you guys got grab a slice real fast. That'll work. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, we're here at the Sparkle City Sessions, downtown Spartanburg. That's our pizza right there. Uh, we'd like to thank the Venus Pie for hosting this uh, session today, and we'd also like to thank the New Way Lounge for sponsoring this season of the podcast. We're here with Derek Vanderford and Big Cat Johnson. Ladies and gentlemen, we're here at the Venus Pie with Big Cat Johnson and Derek Vanderford. Uh, Derek, let me talk to you for a second about, um, now I know you used to manage uh, two or three people, but uh, what happened, uh, how many people are you managing now? Well, uh, I manage some people per night, you know, when they have a big match coming up that they need, uh, they need my skills, Um, but right now, uh, the All-American Blue Chipper, Chase Emery, is is my primary concern. Uh, is he that is he that uh, busy and, and big a deal that you have to devote he, your full time to? He him? actually is, and uh, just because you might you may see him somewhere and I'm not at ringside with him, doesn't mean that I'm not there with him. If you know what I mean. Oh yeah. So we uh, he's uh, he's he's doing very well. He's got uh, he's got uh, five different titles. Uh, Five different promotions around the southeast, and uh, he's uh, it's it's just he's getting over like gangbusters. And like I said, when when I started managing him, you know he didn't he didn't really have a lot going on. But uh, now, you know, for whatever reason, since I've started managing him, uh, he's doing very well. You see, it always has to, has something to do with him. You know, Chase is a fine athlete. You know, I can't take that from him. Well, he's got like six belts. So, but this cat right here, he can do without him. He, he can be so much better. Ooh. You know, the, the, the first belt uh, that he won was at Pro Wrestling Union. It's a fine company out of South yeah. Carolina, the upstate. Uh, it doesn't really – it started in Batesburg, Leesville, so the union doesn't really mean union like the city. Yeah, it's a little it. confusing. Yeah. But, uh, but it's called Pro Wrestling Union, and now they do have some, a lot of shows in union. But uh, that was – he won – he's still the heavyweight champion there. Okay. Uh, hasn't been defeated. He's wrestled 
defended against like Colby Carino and JD Drake from AEW. Yeah, he's got to defend all these titles. Right. How does he have time to defend all these titles that he has? Well, that's where I come in. Ah. You know, he has a good manager. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I mean, he's the uh, the uh, Battle Zone U.S. champion. He's the HWA champion. He's the three count next level champion. Uh, uh, and. As we speak tonight, he's... Uh, That's right, he's got a match tonight. He's wrestling uh, in Georgia, uh, and so he's soon to be the UCW mm. champion uh, tonight. That's wow. if he can get by Eric Redbeard. He's wrestling a giant. I saw that guy. He's a pretty big dude, Huge. isn't he? Huge. He's, he's like in more feet. in your weight class, isn't he? He's like seven feet tall. He, he's, he's bigger than me. Seven uh, feet tall. Now, are, are, you and, are you and Chase in the same weight class, or... Well, uh, in professional wrestling, there really isn't a weight class. Okay. Uh, well, those. Well, yeah, I guess after, you're right. After you're heavyweight, you're heavyweight. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you know, Ray Mysterio, he's big now, kind of bigger now. But when he first started, he was a little short guy, small guy, doing all the high flying stuff. Right. Uh, do you guys have any high flyers down there? I mean, I've saw some people doing some high fly stuff, uh, but do you have a lot of it down there? Oh yeah, there's this little piss hat tag team, all worm, no soul, you know, and they, they're two little fellas and they fly all over the place and somehow they win a lot. And but, they are a good, good tag team. They're two young, hungry guys that that are very respectful to the veterans like myself and, and kudos to them. You know, yep. they actually uh, all worm, no soul. Uh, Beat the Soul Patrol, which is I'm one half of Whoa. for the uh, Patriotic Wrestling Federation Tag Team Titles just a couple of weeks ago. Did that, did that come along fair and square, or were there some chicanery involved? Uh, anytime you lose, there's always some chicanery there. With those two teams, Rocco, six of one, half a dozen of the other, who cares? You know. Uh, listen at it. Mm. Well, I'm glad you guys are keeping it civil. It's hard. I bet. I bet. Uh, you can, you can you, slap him real quick. Let me tell you. Anybody can get slapped over here. I don't know that I like the way you're smirking at me, Rocco. But anyway, go ahead. Well, let me tell you. It, you know, you can't. It's volatile when people's motions run volatile. You never know. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna just cool it out over here. I'm gonna be. I don't want to get involved in no, no, no slapping. Well, well, I'm trying sure. to keep it together because he's sitting a little too close to me. I can feel him breathing on me. Mm. All right. So. Now, let, let, let's delve in, into a little bit of uh, nostalgia for you, Big Cat. Do you remember the first match you ever saw on TV? The first match I saw on TV, it, it was a, a, a job match. That's where a guy comes in to put a guy over to, yeah. to elevate him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was Georgia Championship Wrestling, which was on 605 uh, TBS. Oh, yeah. yeah Turner yeah. back in the day. Um, but the first live matches I went to was in a – it was a small independent promotion ran by the late great Charlie Babb. It was the uh, AWF, and uh, my favorite match was the main event. It was the Tucker Brothers, Jim and Gene versus the Mass Crusaders, and Jim Tucker is still around to this day, mm. and I love him to death. Well, now um, I know Ricky Morton and them guys are still wrestling. Have you guys have you wrestled them? The Rock and Roll Express here, like oh, lately? many times. Like I said, I was just with these guys two weeks ago, three weeks ago at the Strawberry Festival in Fort Mill, I South saw, Carolina. I saw Ric Flair wrestling one last time. 
uh, to a sold out crowd. And, well, uh, he's got I a. Think Ricky Morton's going to be on the other side of the ring. Right. Oh, is he wrestling Ricky? Yeah, or maybe a six man involving Rock and Roll mm. Express and some other FTR. guys. Well, now I tell you what, I've saw some of Rick's pictures of him working out, and he's got some guns on him. Let me tell you. Hey. I, he may not. A lot of people don't like Rick still, but I'm gonna tell you, man. He's more, styling and profiling. More power to him at 73 years old, and he's still able Woo. to get in there and do it one more, one last time. Hey, let the guy do it. Now, Derek, do you you think? I mean, somebody pushes you hard enough, you're gonna get back in the ring. You think? Well, you know, anything's possible. But I've got, uh, you know, the contacts list on my phone, Rocco, is very strong. Yeah. You know, you're in there. Right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and. And I got a lot of different people just a phone call away, you know, at my fingertips. And so, so I like to work smart. So I like notice, to work smart. Notice he shied away from that question, Rocco. This guy's a coward. He can't, he, he'd rather pay somebody to do something for him than do it himself. Mm, that's when I've been strong pushed, words. When I've been pushed hard enough, uh, like you said, it's on video. You can see I handled yep. what I needed to handle. Well, we hope that uh, if – and whenever you guys get back in the ring, that it, that it's a, a solid match and a safe match, and uh, you know we don't want to see. Well, if I'm in the ring with him, I'm gonna try to break his neck, and well, his yeah. arms, his fingers, even his toes if I have to. You know, this guy has cost me a lot mm. over these years. You know, he's been a thorn in my side. We were friends at one time. Derek, what happened? I've cost you nothing, all right? Here's the see, thing. You see what Here's, I'm saying? You, see, you understand? He's about I'm, to get slapped, Rocco. Y'all, y'all cool out. Just uh, how, how'd this all come about? Can you tell me that? This came about because this man has a huge ego. I can't even believe he fit it in this building, this fine establishment we're sitting in. He's got this huge ego. He runs his mouth. He comes in. He dances around and acts like he's somebody. I don't care. Somebody needs to put him in his place, and we'll do it over and over and over again if we have to until we shut his Big fat mouth. Easy, Jack. You're starting to ruffle my feathers. So you keep on yapping at the yapper. I'm gonna slap that yapper. Now, fellas. Now, you see, you see what I have to deal with, Rocco. You see what it is we're having. You, well, look, look. You feel look, my pain? This guy's I, a coward, Rocco. He's I, a coward. Let's let's. He let's, was in the business for a hot second in the ring. And now he thinks he knows everything, and he's filling these young kids' heads up with a bunch of lies, saying that he's this and he can take them this, he can take them there. And all he's doing is taking their money. Well, the proof's in the pudding. Where was Chase before me, and where is he now? Well, you got a point there. He's he's the top of the game. Uh, exactly. Now, Big Cat, you're top of your game, too, though. So, I mean, there's no nurse, uh, you know, I'm just trying to keep things civil around here. I don't want y'all getting in no, no big ruffle here. So. In my 30 years in this business, I've seen him come and I've seen him go. But this guy here, he needs to go. He doesn't belong in the professional wrestling business. This guy here hasn't gone anywhere since you first met him, and that's part of the problem. I'm so sick of seeing this man. I feel like I see him everywhere I go. Now let me ask you: Would you guys ever get in the ring if the if the price was right? I'd do it for free. What do you say about that? Good. Let him do it for free. It's going to take some money for me because I don't do this. For, I do this. Listen at him. Yeah, yeah. Take some money. Have you? Good thing you're sitting on the other side of this table. Getting in the ring with this man. Can you imagine what his knee pads smell like? Can you imagine 
Can you imagine what this, what it would be like to lock up with this man? Do you know how many showers you'd have to take after that was over with? Oh, oh well, now, come on now. What's going this on? This guy's crazy. He's nuts. I'd do it for free, Rocco. I, if somebody would book the match, I wouldn't charge a thin nickel because I know I'd get more pleasure out of the money out of beating him than the money that I would get for whooping his ass. Let, 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 let me let me let me uh let me lead the the this, this little conversation somewhere else. Let me talk about what's going on right now with you guys. Like what's coming up. Uh, so we, let's just cool it out for a second and let's talk about what's happening coming up. Match wise, what's coming up with you, Derek? What are you doing next here coming up soon? Uh, that uh, I think I'm also going to be at the Taco and Tequila Festival in Columbia. Mm, you guys uh, better stay on the opposite sides of the room, I guess. And uh, there's a benefit uh, for a young man, Jacob Casey, that's been diagnosed with cancer. Uh, uh, he's in his early 20s uh, from Union. That's going to oh, be at the Fairgrounds on June, June the 11th. That'll, I hope that brings a big crowd. I right. hope it does. We hope so, too. You know, uh, Who's going to be on that? Pro Wrestling Union is uh, partnering with uh, the family. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's going to be an all-day event there at the fairgrounds. There are going to be bake sales. Uh, food trucks. Craft sales. Food trucks. Yeah. And uh, it's going to cap off. It's going to end the night with professional wrestling. And you know what? You can come out there and you can support local and you can support a good cause. That's right. Jacob's a huge wrestling fan. He's been coming to the matches since he was, you know, a really young kid. And now, what's that date again? And what time is that? June the eleventh. Uh, the the festival the gonna, festivities start early, but the wrestling starts at what five thirty? I think it's five thirty. Yes, it's at Fairgrounds, Union County Fairgrounds. Well, you guys out there, don't forget about that. Uh, that's coming up real soon, and it's for a good cause. And you'll see some fine wrestling and taste some fine food. And I, I will say, Pro Wrestling Union, it's, it's probably the best. Right now, recently, it's probably the best company that, uh, that I work with because uh, they bring in top talent. It's not just – it's not – there's a lot of guys that come in from all over the country just well, to, to – Well, now, I, s- I saw a flyer, man, with Big Papa Pumps going to be somewhere. Uh, I think, yeah, he's – He's in Georgia tonight, I believe. A little so, birdie told me, though, sometime maybe in September, October, uh, Chase Emery has a uh, special uh, opponent, and his father may come along with him. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. That's just a little birdie. Uh-oh. I need to make some phone calls. Well, I tell you what. I've not heard about this. I need to make some phone calls. I don't know what he's talking about. He's trying to get in my head, Rocco. A very famous father uh-huh. and he's son. Get, he's trying to get in my head. Trying to get in my head, Rocco. He's, he's, he's uh, going ahead and making a match, ain't he? Yeah. I don't know who made him Booker, who died and made him I'm, Booker. I'm not going to divulge the information. I, you don't got he's to. He's got it. He, him and Chase has got it coming to him. Uh, uh-oh. I, uh, I'm a, I'm and I can't wait to see it. Let me, let me send this text out. Hey, Big Cat, what you got going on here soon? Like I said, what matches you got? Uh, June 5th, I'll be at the Tacos and Tequila in yep, Columbia. Yep. June the 11th, I'll be uh, in Union for the Jacob Casey fundraiser. Yep, yep. Um, I'm, I'm well, bad at dates. Well, I know you ain't got your calendar in front of you. I know I'm pretty busy for the, the month of June and August. It's a busy time of year. September is going to be kicking off real big uh, with, with multiple things every week. Before I forget... Um, I'd like to acknowledge a passing here. Um, Derek, your dad, a fine blues harp player, used to be in a um, 
blues band back in the 90s and stuff. He, I guess it's still around if he wants it. If he wants to do a Shades show, he can do it. But the drummer uh, for them, uh, a man named Todd Scarborough, yes. passed away here recently from cancer. And uh, he was a beloved drummer around here by all the musicians in town. And a lot of people, you know, were missing him dearly. And we'd just like to say, wherever you're at, Todd, we hope you're having a, a great one, man. We really do. Absolutely. Well, fellas, you know, we're almost close to the end of the show here. Uh, is there anything you want to get off your chest or you want to talk about? Uh, let's, let's, let's have it. Well, I'll tell you this uh, before, we, before we close out. Uh, just be on the lookout. I hate I can't give more information. There's been NDAs signed and stuff like that. But uh, in the motion picture world, uh, next week we're going to be in, uh, in uh, the Raleigh area. And, uh, doing some stuff. Doing some stuff and, and you know, just have stuff done. And, we'll uh, have to stay tuned, I stay guess. Stay tuned. Yeah, just be on the lookout. You'll know when you see it, I believe. I well, guarantee you. Guys, I, I'm glad you could put your animosity aside for right now. Just for you, Rocco. Just just for this moment, I, I'm very proud of you, and, and I, I'm glad I didn't get beat up in the process, I'm going to tell you. Cause if you're I'm out glad to, you did, too. You came a little close. Well, I'm going to tell you, you can feel... You can feel it. You can cut it with a knife here. These two have complete disdain for each other. Uh, It's a miracle we got them in the same building, I'm going to tell you right now. Now, from all of us here at Sparkle City Sessions, we'd like to say thank you and support your wrestling brothers, support your music, support local. And we're here at the Venus Pie. Come on down, downtown Spartanburg, South Carolina. Have you a slice. And then head over to the New Way Lounge, who sponsors this season of the podcast on Kennedy Street here, the oldest bar in town. And you know what? Big Cat, Derek, appreciate you, man. Thank, thank you. you, Rocco. Love you guys, man, and I hope you guys have all the success in the world. We wined and dined with kings and queens, and we slept in alleys and ate pork and beans. <laughs> and that's the truth. Ladies and gentlemen from Sparkle City Sessions, we'll see you later. On the flip side, thank you. <laughs>